Hear ye, hear ye, gather round for another edition of Young Kings Wrestling featuring the return of the spooky sound boy. As always, you can find us on most platforms streaming your favorite podcast episodes, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. If you're listening on the iTunes, leave us a review of the five-star kind. Subscribe to us on YouTube at YK Wrestling. Links to all the platforms and merchandise available at ykwrestling.com. Welcome back to the Knock If You Buckingham Palace. As always, I am the Thespian TC Fontaine, a.k.a. TCF Baby. Please say the baby. Joined by King Reek, House of Havoc, First of his name. We back again. What's good? Hey man. Uh it's another one. Another one. And uh we're gonna keep it. I didn't even set my timer. That's crazy. So hopefully we don't go <laughs> over the time. Uh I just said it, so we good. We 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 might be off about a minute or so. It's all good. Uh it's October. So shout out to the spooky soundboard. Nice. I ain't want to had a black, you know, last week was, was October 1st, you know, whole Vegas thing. I ain't want to have a spooky soundboard when we having a show dedicated to people that passed away. So, nice. uh, <laughs> spooky soundboard is making his debut a little bit late here. It's October. We've been watching the scary movies. Yeah. I have, I've been watching, I watched the, what I watched. I watched that Winnie the Pooh movie. Is that good? Um, don't take it too seriously is yeah. all I'm gonna say. <laughs> it, it it was what it was, like mm-hmm. fucking Winnie the Pooh and Piglet going around killing teenagers. Like, it's kind of crazy. Uh also tapped into like Halloween three. Peacock every October be having just all the scary stuff. So that's that's what yeah. your boy on. They got all the saws. I ain't seen a new saw yet. I did. Yeah, I might have okay. to do that this week. It's, 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 I heard it's, it was fire. It's different, but it's good. Okay, it was better than Spiral. I guess I would say, I'll say yeah. Like, well, that's about on the same level. Okay, Spiral was cool. Like Chris Rock in a scary movie. I ain't know what to think. Yeah, yeah, I. It's like it's it was different from all the other movies because it's like. It, 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 you know, they doing the kind of solve one case after another after another. Yeah. It's like it's not doing that. Like it's one direct story the whole way through. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check out that saw. They got a lot of the saws on on Peacock. This yeah. is not a Peacock ad, ladies and gentlemen, but it's got a lot of scary movies on there. I think I seen like all the Halloweens. They got Get Out on there, so. You in the horror movies like us, man? Go check them out. They got everything for you. Uh, and it's also, me. you know, what's that? Reminds me, I gotta get off tonight. Oh, okay. 
that reminds me. I'm I'm gonna try to tap in this time. Yeah, we... Last time I showed up right when they signed off, I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, it's October though, so it's also Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and you already know that that Pink Matters merch is always available year round at ykwrestling.com. Proceeds go to the Breast Cancer Research Foundation, not not the other foundations that pocket your money. Mm-hmm. I. Why we got a foundation for awareness for breast cancer? We already aware. We already know. Like, what are we doing about it? So that's mm-hmm. what the BCRF, they're actually doing something about it. Right. Researching ways to slow down the spreads, all that good stuff. So uh, proceeds again donated to them. Use the code YKWOCT at checkout for free shipping all month long for the rest of October. And uh, I want to get the sports talk out of the way before we get into the wrestling. Shout out to my Las Vegas Aces. Uh, took game one of the finals on Sunday versus the New York Liberty. Liberty have had our number all season. Only team that's had our number all season. And we kind of had their number too. So they did not deviate from the script in WNBA. They knew what they wanted and they – did that we got two more wins left until uh we have another parade on the strip the third parade in the last three months it, it may be let's like say i'm going crazy man what city doing it like vegas right now in sports if only a certain <laughs> football team could uh join <laughs> speaking of football uh ufc arizona well, mm-hmm. it go three or four overtimes. I watched the whole yeah. game. That shit was over at like 11.30 my time. So you imagine people on the East Coast that was watching the game. <laughs> I was going to say, I cannot watch Pac-12, man. They be, yeah. they be going insane. Like, how I'm up at 1 a.m. trying to watch the end of a football game, bro. Bro, and this ended at 2 something, 2.30. So right. Caleb Williams owe me some money. Say that much right now. <laughs> And you got the NIL, young fella, so you give me the bread. Uh, that, that check. Yeah, for sure. And uh, more football talk. I'm, it's it's going to be real brief, y'all. We're going to talk about the wrestling. Lord, Lord, Lord. I'm packing the edits, guess what? These peasants, you peasants. This is so bad that... I need to go full government name on niggas this time. Oh, I need to. Oh, damn. William Stephen Belichick, bring that ass here. Bring that ass here, boy. I, I don't even know the last time my New England Patriots didn't score a point. Yeah. They did not score a point. Scary shit. Scary hours. Bro, what was it, 34 to 0 today? Yeah. Versus, versus, uh, fuck, I don't remember who we played, bro. I didn't watch it. Saints. The Saints, they ain't even good. With Derek Carr. <laughs> With Derek Carr. Derek Carr is hot, bro. That's crazy to me. You know, you know, it's bad. Like, I usually, I usually take joy in y'all misery, but I couldn't. I couldn't watch in this game. It was just, it was sad. It was sad from start to finish. It really was. 
Mind you, everybody just looked lost. We didn't score a touchdown last week either. Mm. Last two weeks, the point differential for my New England Patriots, 72 to 3. Is that good? That's terrible. Lord. 72 to 3. Hey, Nebraska won on Friday. That was good with me. Nebraska <laughs> won. Texas lost the way they lost. Which is incredible. Miami lost the way they lost. <laughs> hey, Mario Cristobal. Why packing the edits? Guess what? These peasants, few peasants. Don't think I forgot about Mario Cristobal either. That's true. That that Man. was the that was the worst loss I have ever seen. It, I've been watching football <laughs> since I was about eleven or twelve, bro. I ain't never seen nobody lose that bad. Mm-hmm. That uh, that reminds me of uh, what's my call it? Michigan, Michigan State. All they had to do was get the punt off. Oh, it had like two seconds. <laughs> hey, you know it's crazy. Mario Cristobal did some shit like this at Oregon a few years back too. Like same shit, just. Not playing Ooh. smart. Gotta man, listen. Gotta protect these are young men we talking about here. These are young yeah. 18-year-old men trying to find a way as mm-hmm. as young men in athletics and education and just life in general. Yep. We gotta we gotta vet these uh supposed leaders a lot better, man. Cause listen, y'all just want to give folks their money. Like, why Urban Meyer get all these uh, – listen, Urban Meyer, one of the worst motherfucking coaches. No offense, Reed. Listen, <laughs> he, he got us a chip. I, I don't – I'm not saying he was you – know, Schematic-wise, Urban Meyer is incredible. I'm about to say, like, you know, he knows what he's doing with the, you know, the gadgets and shit, yeah. you know. But I would not say that he is a reputable character. Nah. By any stretch. I just nice. I just know I got to see my team hold up a chip. While he was the coach, so I give him some love, yeah. but I'm not gonna stop slander on him because we done seen some bodies left in his wake. Must be nice seeing figuratively uh, and literally, bro. Oh my god, literally for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Must be nice being able to experience your, your college team winning a championship. Yeah, Can't even win a conference championship over on this side. It's all bad. <laughs> Enough football talk, man. Let's uh, let's talk about this week in wrestling history. So first, we got to get the birthdays out the way. Happy birthday to Yoko Zuna, who he would have been 55, 56, I think. It's Googleable. I don't feel like looking it up right now. Uh, I'll look it up in a moment. Uh, Danny Basham, not Doug, but Danny, for some reason. People could not tell them apart, and they don't have the same birthday because they're not twins. I was able to tell them apart just fine. These referees in the WWE and the Ruthless Aggression era, Mike Kyoto, Chad Patton, uh, who uh, Mickey Arison. Am I missing? I'm missing a lot of names. Nick Patrick. He'd have been 57, by the way. 57. Okay, I was close. Hey, these refs. Y'all couldn't tell the Basham brothers apart. They not even brothers. Uh, <laughs> like when I was a kid, you know, that shit used to irritate me. 
I wasn't paying too much, you know, close attention to, to facial features, but like as an adult, like like now I'm watching 04 back, you know what I'm saying? They clearly was not brothers, so you know, they was just two. No, they girls. clearly they didn't look alike. It was two bald <laughs> white motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Could yeah, I, I couldn't stand them. I hated their gimmick, hated everything about them. Mm-hmm. I mean they're doing their job very well. So shout out to the Bash Brothers. <laughs> you I had only, me hot at 10 years old. I only care the part of BBL. Oh yeah, the cabinet. Yeah, it just it yeah. fit it fit with the gimmick. Yeah, remember there was a you remember Paul Heyman had that security in ECW under the, the riot gear? Oh my god. That was them. Was it? Yeah. I didn't even know they still had jobs. <laughs> that was them. Damn. I used to wonder that for the longest too. Like, who the hell is that? Hold on, let me go confirm that. Cause I remember back then they said it was them. So now I gotta confirm if that was true. Cause I thought they was firing well before that. Yeah, that was them. Paul Heyman's personal enforcers. They didn't even have a tag team name. It was just because I was waiting for them to like unmask, say like who was debuting or some shit like that. That's crazy. So apparently, one of them got hurt, and they replaced them with somebody else. Mm. And then they they both got released early January two thousand seven. And apparently they were in TNA. I didn't know that. I was watching TNA at that time, too. This is turned to a, a Basham Brothers uh, memory segment right here. So let's, let's continue the move on. Uh, John Morrison, happy birthday this past week to Johnny Drip Drip. Drip Drip. My God. Uh, Abyss, Chris Park, shout out to him. Happy birthday. Uh, Linda McMahon had a birthday this past week. Hold on, I got to play the Linda McMahon music. Oh shit. <laughs> he was like, well, I got the Linda McMahon music on the soundboard because it's <laughs> it was a WrestleMania theme. That was her music. Yeah. That's... Every year that's all they will play, man. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Terry Runnels. Happy birthday this past week to Terry Runnels. Uh Bruno San Martino. I don't know how old Bruno San Martino would have been, but that's Googleable too. I'm gonna let you look that one up too. <laughs> uh, Demolition Smash. Uh, shout out to Alpha Junior too, man. Shout out to Alpha Junior. We talk about him all the time. Uh, Battlefield Pro Wrestling out there. Reeks neck of the woods. And yeah. Alpha Junior had a birthday this past week, so happy birthday to Alpha oh, Junior. Manu. Oh, uh, Bruno would have been 87. 87. Sheesh. Legend. Legendary. Rhino. Happy birthday to Rhino, former ECW champion, former NWA champion. Uh, shout out to former Divas champion, Caitlin, on her birthday this past week. Uh, TNA, Impact. No, no, no. We don't do the TNA stuff. Impact Wrestling. Uh, <laughs> colored commentator, Matthew Ray Walt, formerly known as Aiden English in NXT and WWE. Had a birthday. Uh, you remember Paul Burchill? Yeah. Pirate? Yeah. I Man. remember the pirate, and I remember the gimmick that was very, Nixed. very bad. Yeah, yeah. Nick's gimmick? Yeah, I remember that too. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't, you know. Yeah, I had uh, I had high hopes for Paul Burchill. I did too. Uh, his, uh, his sister, Katie Lee, uh, 
I found out she's still out here uh doing stuff too. Really? Yeah, she I think she uh I'm not I don't know if she owns the federation or she just like is with it, but she's like with a uh she's with like another fed like a women's federation somewhere, if I remember correctly, and then she does a lot of burlesque stuff too. Oh, okay. So yeah, she she out here still. Uh and then the Miz. I think it's the Miz birthday today. Miz is what, 42? 43? 43, right? Hold up, hold up. The Miz in his 40s is crazy to me. I had this many boy over there with Yeah, Miz is 43 today, man. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to my boy, man. Two time Grand Slam champion. Nobody else did that before. That is is really crazy to me. Like, he's 43, two kids. No, I think Seth did it. Seth just did it recently. Seth? Hold up. Yeah, I think Seth just joined when he won the world title. No, no, Seth 37. No, I'm talking about grand double grand slam. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I'm gonna, what you say, you think it was 40. I'm like, oh, up. no, Seth, Seth ain't 40 yet. <laughs> if Seth 40, I'm gonna be scared because that means I'm older too. <laughs> What's to say? Like, hold on, he ain't yeah, supposed to be 40 yet. Right. Hey, uh, let's talk about what happened this past week in history. Uh, a lot of stuff. 1975. Hold on, real, real quick. I forgot one thing. Uh, happy birthday to King Rick this past week, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, but uh, 1975, we're going all the way back. 1975, 30, 48 years ago. Uh, Rick Flair, remember his infamous plane crash? He broke his back. Right. Was, uh, was riding with some fellas. That uh would would have totally killed K-Fabe in 1975 if they found out. Exactly. So he continued <laughs> to wrestle with a fucked up back. His back never. I don't think his back ever really recovered. Or at least that's what I thought. Because I remember finding out about the broken back when I was a kid. Yeah. And then he would sell his back all the time. He would never land on his back during like any any action. Nothing. So yeah. I'm like, damn. Either either his shit really still fucked up, or he just continues to sell this 30 years after the fact. Mm-hmm. It, it was a time where it's like every time every time he took a bump on his back, like he sell that like he dying or something. Man. He was always like laying on his side. Like he never like landed straight on his back. Right. He was like, oh God. Yeah, right. <laughs> Rick, Rick Flair Rick Flair one of the goats. That's why everybody talk about him all the time. He's just the little things. It's, it's the little things, bro. Gotta give it to him. Uh, we're going to fast forward all the way 22 years. It's 1997. On your fifth birthday, Bad mm. Blood, Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker in the first ever Hell in a Cell match, which also featured the debut of Kane. That's gotta be Kane. Oh. Looking ass. Mm. And uh, also that same day, uh, Brian Pillman Sr. passed away. Uh, was found in his hotel room. He was supposed to be on that show. Right. RIP to him. Uh, nineteen ninety nine. Uh, same date actually. Yo, seventh birthday. Draws got paralyzed. Uh, versus Dilo Brown. Yeah. Same day. Uh, also on your seventh birthday, I think Gorilla Monsoon passed away. What's your birthday at wrestling, bro? I'm, I'm not used to this this green shit happening. 
Oh no, girl of my son was not your birthday. It was a day after. So you yeah, oh. in the clear on that one. Damn. I mean, I thought he was the Grim Reaper of wrestling out here for a second. Right. <laughs> Man, I don't want that. <laughs> uh 2000. Uh, for some reason, Vince Russo booked himself to win the WCW championship about a week ago. Uh, and this week he vacated it. I forgot to mention that last week that he won the title. Yeah. For some reason. I know the reason because Vince won the title like a year before, and that's what he tried to do. Right. It wasn't yeah. the same thing, bro. It really wasn't. Like Vince was being a foil. Vince was the foil to the biggest star in the company. I was gonna say he's one of the one of the best at doing it. So Vince Russo, if I'm not mistaken, won that shit off Scott Steiner. We love Scott Steiner over here, but like Scott Steiner, WCW, not nah, Vince. Uh, 2004 this week, we're going to talk about this man because uh, he debuted this week in 2004 and he re-debuted this week in 2023. Uh, we're going to talk about that. Carlito uh, defeats John Cena to win the U.S. title on his first night on the roster. Mm. And uh, John Cena, not sweating it, you know, got to go. Listen, you take an L like that to a rookie and you John Cena, what would you do? You would go try to get on some hoes. Yeah, you go try steam. to have a good night, blow off some steam, sight. Yeah. This motherfucker got stabbed in the club later that night. Crazy shit. More like John Pierce. <laughs> Double entendre, don't even ask me how. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you know, you know. Oh. Most people listening to this should probably know what I'm talking about. Damn. If you know, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, 2005, Raw Homecoming on USA Network. So they, they returned back to USA Network this week. Uh, we got Edge versus Matt Hardy in a Money in the Bank ladder match, which uh, the loser also had to leave Raw. So Matt Hardy got his girl took. The dude that took his girl beat his ass and sent him over to the other show. To where he never would reach those heights. Mm -mm -mm. Unfortunately, uh, same show. Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels went to a draw in a thirty-minute Iron Man match, uh, WrestleMania rematch, right there. Right. One of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time. Uh, sure. And then uh, John Cena defeated Eric Bischoff to retain the WWE title. Yes, you heard that right. Yep, that happened. And uh, on the same show, Triple H made his return. He was gone since uh. He's been gone since Hell in a Cell of Vengeance. Yeah. Yep. Triple H was gone about five months, went on a five-month vacation. During that vacation, he was getting it in. Clearly. I, I think so. <laughs> he was, <laughs> at, least, at least was trying to start something, you know. Put in some work, boy. Do the, do, the, do, the, do the math on that. Yeah. It might not come out that way. But regardless, uh, came back, was supposed to team up with Ric Flair. I don't remember who they were supposed to face because uh, Ric Flair. He got his ass cooked. He got cooked. Adrian, you didn't go down like that, huh? He got cooked. Triple H beat the shit out of that man. Yeah. I think it was Carlito and Chris Masters. That's a, Yep, that's right. Yeah. It was. Yeah, he beat the shit out of Ric Flair. Bloodied everything. Beat the Sledgehammer, all that. Mm -hmm. What you thought was going to happen? <laughs> Probably ain't talked to that man in the whole five months he was gone. Right. He already told you he wasn't fucking with you. <laughs> he let you know. 
2011, Hell in a Cell, The Miz and R-Truth got arrested. Oh, whoa, whoa, real quick. My favorite part about Homecoming, though. Oh, yeah, my bad. Before the show, before the show went off, you got to hold on a minute, player. Because uh, oh, Bischoff, I forgot. Had, Bischoff had shut the lights off because yeah. SmackDown had a match on Homecoming. And Bischoff came off and shut the lights off on him. Yeah. Teddy was like, all right, bet. I got you. So after Eric lost the match, here comes Teddy with the hold on a minute, player. See, uh, you want to embarrass us on TV. So I guess you want to do this gangster style. <laughs> he had the whole SmackDown locker room came out and jumped. Actual quote, too. Yeah, man. <laughs> I forgot to yeah. also mention on Homecoming, uh, the, the first time ever that the whole McMahon family got hit with a stunt. Yeah, man. That happened. Linda, I, don't, I don't think Linda. Linda had ever caught one before. Yeah. Nah, Linda took a the worst, Terrible. worst <laughs> sale I've ever seen. <laughs> The funniest shit about it, the segment was long as fuck. It was it was three hour right. show. Right. Segment was long as fuck. So like each time he had a stunner on him. <laughs> Players fuck up. You good? My bad. <laughs> uh I just that just ooh, my bad. Uh every time he hit a stunner on a McMahon, they just laid out in the ring. Right. And they just laid there for this long ass segment. Little, like somebody got hit with a stunner. They was probably laid out for like 12 minutes. At least. It was funny as hell. Uh, but yeah, R-Truth and the Miz get arrested at Hell in a Cell in 2011. 2016, Sasha Banks defeats Charlotte Flair on Monday Night Raw to win her first women's championship. And uh, 2019, uh, this week in 2019, we got the first episode of AEW Dynamite. So their anniversary is uh, coming up. I think their anniversary show is Tuesday. And then uh, also this week in 2019, SmackDown made their debut on Fox, and Brock Lesnar beat Kofi Kingston to win the WWE title. And surprisingly, I didn't see that many people engagement farming this year, like in years past. This would have been a year to do it. Y'all getting paid off tweets now. <laughs> I ain't mad at it. They had they had something else more pressing catch their attention. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> which I really, I really wanted to want to hit the button on y'all this week to show y'all. Oh, that's the perfect segue though, because there were more pressing matters for them to engagement farm over this week. Because uh, at Wrestle Dream, Adam mm-hmm. Copeland, formerly known as Edge, debuted in AEW, and uh, let's talk about that. Yeah, that's how we transition into the Royal Address of Rumors because. Oh man, it was. I ain't mad at a, at a dude getting money. I'm I'm not mad at somebody getting money. I'm not mad at a father, a husband, who lost almost a decade of their career, getting money and finding an opportunity out here. So I'm I'm not mad at it. I just feel like damn. AW and your first match against Luchasaurus. Who who've been known to fuck up a lot? I, I'm I'm scared from my dude's well being. Like, but it, as long as he on some Christian stuff, he pick and choose who he work with. Don't work with the motherfuckers that's prideful about not being trained properly. All that shit. Like, just work work with your thing, dude. You know, stay in your bubble, and I think it'll be alright. Yeah, man. But uh, history leads me to believe. That this is just like WCW 
in TNA when they signed all the old check chasing niggas. Mm-hmm. You remember that? You remember TNA when they they signed Foley? This, this remind me of Foley kind of. Oh man, this this do hey, remind me of Foley in TNA. Mick, Mick got a world title out of it, so I mean. he did. And Edge probably gonna get the world title too because he he clearly won another championship. Like yeah, he he won to experience that again. So that's probably gonna happen, and it should happen. Shit, MJF ain't doing nothing with it. It's crazy because it's like you go the length to build this this long term story for certain people. Like they did it with, with Hangman. You went through, you know, uh, the first pay Jericho, all of that. That being a drunk shit and everything like that. And Kenny, yeah. you went through all of that to get him finally to the point where. He in a world title match. He won the world title. Title reign is underwhelming. He did the same thing with MJF. Like MJF was the chosen yeah. one for I don't know how long, and it's like the match has been good, but it's like what what's the real investment in all this? Like it's just okay. The he got the title is the and what thing we care about, but like when we get to the destination, it is and it's really like the same week. Fans is always like, all right, who's next? Like as right. soon as like somebody win the belt. And honestly, I'm a I mean, this this a conversation for a couple of years ago, but like when you brought in Brian Danielson and CM Punk and Adam Cole within two weeks of each other, mm-hmm. one of them should have won the world title, like right then and there. And Brian Danielson fought Kenny like that same month. He did. He probably should have won the belt right then and there. This man just came off main event mania. Right. Like, I don't, yeah. So with Edge, I think we got to learn from it. Shit, have Edge and MGF go at it. What's next and month? You had, year? you had Punk win it, but it was kind of just like mercy at that point because, again, Hangman wasn't really getting where they wanted him right. to be or where we all saw him being. So, yeah, it's just another one of those scenarios where can we do it right for once, please? Yeah. So I'm, I'm with it. If he gonna win the world title, let him win it. He can still have good matches. He don't gotta. Y'all want him to do the crazy shit too. Like yeah, I want like, him to I'll, do TLC matches and and yeah. Oh, he, he you said he's free now, so he can. He's not gonna be doing that crazy shit. He's smarter yeah. than that. Because listen, if, if the man wanted to do a ladder match or whatever when he was in WWE, I guarantee you he could. He would have done it. Mm-hmm. The the most that we saw him in was a Hell in a Cell, and even that had me like the two of them. Yeah. But yeah, no, I don't want to see him in no ladder matches, no TLC, you know, whatever they do with AEW. Like, I don't want to see that shit. Leave the ladders alone. Stop, stop wanting to get. We don't want to see the Hardys versus Edge and Christian in twenty twenty. Oh my god, please, please. I'll pay ten dollars a month, like I said last week. I paid ten dollars a month to see them when they were actually physically able to do it. Right. They're not really physically able to do all that stuff. Because they did it 20 years ago. Right. But it, uh, any more thoughts on Edge and AEW? Uh, Don't mean, worry, the button going to be hit. <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, it's, it's just, you know, stuff that, you know, came out after the fact. Cause he did some interviews and everything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, Beth did the voiceover for uh, his, well, not his new interesting, but the one that he has now in AEW. That, that was part. Beth doing You Think You Know Him? Yeah. Ooh, that shit did not hit with me. <laughs> it, did, it did. But it's kind of cool, though. Cause like It is cool that she did it. It just didn't hit because I was just like... Yeah. I mean, y'all had the same music. 
It had it had me worried that he was gonna play something different, but yeah. That should probably redo that. Yeah. But no, he's uh his whole thing is, and I'm gonna just summarize this for the most part. Uh he was considering retirement. He was real close mm-hmm. to it. Um, but, you know, like he had said, he talked to the family and everything like that. They got a deal done about two weeks after, um, within two weeks of the debut. So it was like basically right around the time that um, his contract expired. Uh, the deal was pretty much already done by then because he had just been mulling it over and things like that. He just feels like essentially him being – in the company that he can make a difference in the business. So what you, we was just saying for guys that, you know, think they're, they know all the shit, they know everything and, you know, they don't need the kind of training and structure is like, he can, you know, kind of be that kind of voice of reason for their Good luck, well, man. Not voice of reason, but, you know, <laughs> kind of be that, that elder statesman in the room, which like, again, that hasn't been working for the last couple guys. So I don't know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, good luck with that. Like, I know we can always be like, oh, I mean, it's, it's going to be better because it's versus CM Punk. But it's like, okay, yeah, I'll get that. Because CM Punk, probably, CM Punk remind me of like a damn dash in the sense that we're like, yeah, he might have a good message, but like the delivery is, is going to throw people off and, and not get through to them. Right. And so Edge definitely going to have like better delivery, probably a lot more approachable. Um. But again, like y'all had William Regal there. Y'all y'all got Arn Anderson and Billy Gunn and Dean Malenko. And those guys are are like officially coaches, if I'm not mistaken. They are. And they not getting to them. So like good luck, Edge. Like maybe more people. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Like you, you got dudes like people talking about backstage at AEW folks just be on a phone all day until it's showtime and just fucking around nobody getting reps in and trying to be better right i don't like that so hopefully edge can help turn that tide a little bit uh but again edge is uh i'm so used to calling him edge just like i'm not calling twitter x right it's gonna be hard for me to call Edge by his shoot name because I never did that before. That's what I'm saying. Like, it just doesn't feel right. I feel like if y'all got rated R Superstar and y'all got Metalingus, the song, y'all could have got Edge. Y'all could have got Edge for the ring name too. Shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, why not? I don't is like it... calling this man Adam. There's already another Adam C in the company. Is is three? They got three Adams in there. Like, who the other Adam? They call uh, Paige. Oh yeah. Well, I don't think nobody ever called him Adam. Yeah, but you know, it's there. Um, no, like twenty plus years of calling the dude by one name. I'm not gonna. It's like it's like with Kane. Like I'm not thinking about calling his calling Glenn Jacobs. Like. That's a that's right. a complete antithesis of what he's been his whole career. Like this dude, I still don't call the Rock Dwayne Johnson. Either. Like it just that bad is the Rock. If I'm calling him Dwayne, is it's a certain context of when I'm calling him Dwayne. Yeah, he don't look like a Dwayne either. So it's just like that's another whole thing. Like I'm just yeah, know. he don't he don't look like a Dwayne Johnson. That's for sure. But yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> His daddy looked like a Dwayne Johnson. Right. <laughs> they should they 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 should have had swap names. Make this a little more efficient. Yeah. Rocky Johnson would have been cold. Yeah. If his name was Rocky Johnson, mm. and then Pop's name was Dwayne Johnson, hey, it would have been cold. Mm. It would have been cold. Uh, but anyway, uh, Adam Copeland, Edge, uh, is making his debut this Tuesday on Dynamite. Yes, this Tuesday on Dynamite because the MLB playoffs, y'all know how that go. Every October, uh, every October, SmackDown and Dynamite got to switch nights or switch show, uh, switch channels, whatever it is. Because mm-hmm. MLB much more important than wrestling, uh, but yeah, Adam Copeland making his debut versus Luchasaurus because uh, they had the whole segment when he debuted, long as drawn out segment too. Yeah, didn't like the pacing on that, but he was there. He showed up. It was exciting. Uh, elsewhere on this show, they got a they got a pretty loaded show. I am not gonna lie to you, Ray Phoenix versus John Moxley for the AEW International Title. Soraya versus Akaro Shida for the women's championship. Okay. And uh Adam Adam Hangman Page. See y'all saying nobody call him Adam, but here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Hangman Page versus Jay White. Number one contenders match for the TNT championship. So okay. that should be a good one too. They call it title Tuesday. Mm. Elsewhere on the show, Chris Jericho versus Powerhouse Hobbs and uh Brian Danielson versus Swerve Strickland. That should be a good one. That should be a good one. I'm with that. Going head-to-head versus NXT. Oh, my God. Shawn Michaels had to take the belt off on niggas. (laughs) I mean, you already already had Becky Lynch on the show. Right. But we get a promo in the middle of the show because Ron Breaker was was talking that shit, Mm -hmm. telling Carmelo Hayes, hey, don't trust your boy. Which I don't like. I don't like that. Y'all, y'all scaring me with that one. Mm. Y'all, y'all scaring me. <laughs> See, the thing was after No Mercy, right at the very end. Like I'm thinking, okay, when Becky, when like, Becky wins the belt matches, it's going off. But then when they go backstage to to Mello, he talking uh-huh. to to Trick. I'm like, what are we doing this for? That was the first time it scared me. Now we sitting up there talking about Braun trying to plant seeds. Like, bro, don't do this. Yeah, because like. And the reason why Braun's scaring me because he right. Yeah. That's why I'm scared because he got a point. And usually if you you get somebody to realize something, and even though it, you know, it might not be what it is, but like, mm-hmm. it is scary. The fact that Melo had to go find Trick to get some composure from his homie, that scared me. So, but Melo didn't like that. And so he challenged Braun to a match on Tuesday. And uh, randomly, it was like, hey, yo, yeah, uh, I'm going to have John Cena in my corner. I'm going I'm to have fucking John Cena here at the Performance Center on NXT. Oh, okay. And cool. I didn't understand why. And I found out after I, I, I watched NXT, like, later that night after it already aired. So I didn't know Trick lost or none of that. Which I saw Trick losing coming, too. I, I had, a, had a hunch he was going to lose it right back. But... I didn't know why John Cena was going to be on SmackDown, uh, on NXT. And then they show a promo from Paul Heyman. And Paul mm-hmm. Heyman's like, I'm going to be there too. I'm going to be in Braun Breaker corners. I'm like, what the fuck going on? 
Because earlier in the night, they said Oscar was coming back to NXT. Yeah. She wrestling uh, Roxanne. Yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck y'all got going on? <laughs> and I find out Dynamite switching nights. I'm like, oh, okay. That, that, okay, that makes sense. Uh, leaving no stone unturned. Yeah. And then I, I wake up the next day, because I missed this part on NXT. I wake up the next day, find out Cody Rhodes going to be on NXT. I'm like, okay, now they're really going crazy. He pulling a, he pulling a uh, Tony Khan. Yeah, special announcement. Yeah, major announcement. <laughs> so we got Becky Lynch is the NXT Women's Champ. Is going to mm-hmm. be there, obviously. We got Carmelo Hayes, accompanied by John Cena, versus Braun Breaker, accompanied by the Wise Man. So you know if John Cena and Paul Heyman on there, somebody else might be coming back to NXT too. Uh, yeah, you know, you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Somebody who was just there last year. Somebody who ain't been there in about eight, nine years or so. Uh, but yeah, yeah. They also said Oscar versus Roxanne Perez. Uh, Cody Rose special announcement is probably going to be the Dusty Cup. It's only only right. And uh, then they said a certain somebody whose who sound I don't have on the soundboard, unfortunately. But I'll get it back from next week. A certain somebody, a certain Hall of Famer, is going to be at the Performance Center next week. Mm. And they didn't announce him on the show. But, you, but, but they left. But they, they left announced him. They they didn't an, yeah, they didn't <laughs> announce him, but they announced him. It said the Undertaker gonna be at the performance center next week doing something. Mm. And I feel like if you have Undertaker at NXT, he gotta do some super unserious shit. Like don't have him with Joe Gacy or nothing, like please, please doing doing the dark shit. No, mm-hmm. have have him doing something unserious. Have him do a segment with Wendy Chu or something. Damn, where's she been at? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if my bird call came through. I'm gonna recon- I'm gonna compile that list again. Wendy Chu, what happened to that boy? Facts. I see someone said they should have Undertaker shooting dice without the mud. <laughs> you know what? Now I need that. <laughs> you know, Undertaker. You know, Undertaker be playing dominoes and shit back. Been. Uh, that the BSK crew, yeah, you know what I'm saying, like BSK and OTM. Let's get it together. They was on everything. Have Undertaker just be side by side with Reggie. I need to see that. I need to see that size disparity. <laughs> <laughs> I, was gonna say, I know that's that's crazy. Shout out to that man. Shit, if you bringing other people back, man, you know Shawn Michaels already talking about bringing CM Punk <laughs> to NXT. Mm. They already still they trying to push that like crazy. They, look, they the rumor already already started. The rumor mill mm-hmm. got popping already because they like, oh well, he want to come back and sides talking stuff like that. But I don't know. The rumors to me aren't substantiated yet, and you know how nah. I feel about unsubstantiated rumors. So because it could just be his agent trying to just get feelers out there. A- exactly. They do this in in like professional sports all the time somebody agent puts something out there in the media you're yep. trying to push it you know how that go 
Tuesday, Tuesday gonna be crazy though, man. So I'm watching NXT live because John Cena's gonna be on there, and I gotta see if Undertaker gonna be shooting dice without the mud. So mm-hmm. you know they be tapped into to wrestling Twitter, and they be tapped into this show. So Big if they do it, I need them to do it. Okay. I even DVR Dynamite shit. They got some stuff going on. I might want to see. Yeah. That way I can fast forward through the stuff I don't want to see. I mean, look, I'm one of those people that Edge gonna be on the show. I'm gonna watch it. Like Edge, Brian Danielson, y'all, y'all got two thirds of a WrestleMania main event right there on your show. Nice. Actually, y'all got three WrestleMania main eventers announced for this show, and one of them have been in multiple. Because you know, can't forget Jericho. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania 18 in Toronto. John Moxley never made a minute in the Mania, but he's definitely worked on before. Mm-hmm. Should be some good stuff, man. Uh, I seen uh Chris Van Vliet been getting a lot of guests lately, like high profile ones. <sighs> like this man done brought Maven out of retirement. That that's that's a good one. That's a good one. I was watching a. Uh, one Maven got one of the best YouTube channels right now. <laughs> he does. I'll just be Maven got a YouTube channel and he just talks about WWE. Like he talks about his his time in WWE, like pretty much in every video. Yeah, I haven't seen clips of that. <clears throat> Maven's YouTube is fire. Yeah, and Stevie Richards got a fire YouTube too. See, Stevie be licking me laugh for some of the shit. Taking. Hey, Stevie be hot. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Stevie got the raspy voice. He'd be like, and yeah. I, I just don't understand why why you would do something like this. And you know, it's a very unsafe move. He'd be saying what we say, he just he's a little more PC about Yeah, he's a little more political. <laughs> Cause me, I'm just like, what the fuck wrong with you niggas? Right. And that's that's not politically correct at all. It's not diplomatic <laughs> in any way. I don't do diplomacy. Nah. I believe in violence. I don't I especially don't do diplomacy now. Like, I feel even better about it because, like, even this whole time we've been doing Young Kings Wrestling, I'll just be, like, faced. I'll be looking at them. I, I ain't going to lie. I look, I look at myself in the mirror a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, man, do we need to stop saying nigga so much? <laughs> like, do we need to stop talking shit so much about people? Fuck no. <laughs> I'll be thinking that, but then I go and watch Cameron and Mace every morning. Right. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm not doing that. Them niggas is relentless. (laughs) They worse than us. Right. (laughs) They worse than us and still getting sponsorship deals. I'm like, no, we're not cutting this shit down. Facts. Especially not. Until we get, if we start getting paid, maybe. Maybe. Like it's if we getting paid and somebody be like, hey guys, I think you just tone it down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You paying us. You know what I'm saying? You cut the check, you know what I'm saying? We can make some adjustments. Right. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, fuck all that. I'm sorry. See Pat McAfee still cuss on his show. Like Man, yo, you know how crazy I'm watching ESPN. I'm like, hold up. Y'all niggas can cut. I heard him. Are they, are they cussing, that. cussing, or are they bleeping it? Yo, I heard him. They was talking. They were talking to Aaron Rodgers after the injury, and uh-huh. I had to replay it like three times because I heard dude say, "Oh man, fucking gutted for you." I'm like, "You didn't just say so that they, on ESPN, did you?" Well, they're not even censoring Pat on ESPN. No, that's Nothing. crazy. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. 
Because I'll still be watching on, on YouTube. That's how I always watch Pat. So like, right. That's crazy. Said, I, I, I replayed it. I'm like, yo, he just said that. And it's on ESPN. But I guess they like they put on a disclaimer that like, uh, you know, they they don't use they don't say certain things, hey, use certain language, stuff like that. I'm just saying, like, this is Disney. Yeah, <laughs> so. I, I, I don't I don't know if they still do. But years ago, uh, ESPN used to have a, a hotline for their television. So, like, somebody don't like something on TV, they would call up and they would get me or one of my other coworkers at my old job back in the day. I used to work for ESPN hotline. <laughs> <laughs> and they would call complaining about something on TV. So I can't imagine working it, if Pat McAfee was on air back when I used to work there. We would be busy Man. all the time. Ooh. That line was never really busy unless like a big like event was on TV. Mm-hmm. Like line was very chill, very chill job. But somebody fuck up. I remember Lee Corso said fuck it on air one time. It's on YouTube too. I did be, yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. I was I remember I was at work watching it too. And I was like, fuck, we about to get busy. Corso <laughs> <laughs> used to sneak him. Hell yeah. I mean, Stephen Aiden <laughs> said nigga a few times and Yo, got, got blown up over that. And he don't never want to just admit it. He's like, I would never say that word in the history of my career. I've never said, bro. Just- you say nigga, bro. Like, <laughs> he more comfortable now. He be cussing and shit now. Like, oh, man. He be going on these podcast interviews. He be cussing. Oh. So you know he say nigga. Like, I be listening to his show sometimes. I'm like, he be talking I, about titties or shit. Like, hold on, yeah. I bought his book, and like the first within like the first chapter of it, he started talking about him, him talking to his pops. Talking about what the fuck you talking about? I'm like, yo. <laughs> I was I was I seen a clip from Stephen A's show, and uh, damn, who was it? It was the Steelers, mm-hmm. and the Steelers lost. We getting off track. My bad, yo. But you know how it goes. This our show. Fuck. Roll with us. Roll with us. We're just taking an intermission before we talk about fast one. Uh, right. <laughs> when the Steelers lost to the Broncos in the playoffs, Tim Tebow. Oh, man. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, nigga Stephen A was like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, was, I was at this young woman's house, you know, watching the game. You know, <laughs> and Tim Tebow, that touchdown to Demarius Thomas, I laid on that young woman's floor for about two hours. She said, Steven, you don't come to the room? I said, no, nah, just leave me here. <laughs> I was like, bro, that just tells me you didn't understand the assignment. Right. Like, <laughs> if you if hey. you were that unfocused, you need to get your life. Hey, I don't give a damn. But your team losing the playoffs, I get it, bro. I get it. Look, 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 I, I, I know. Like, it's it, it's rough. You know what I'm saying? 09 and 2010 was some rough years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so I, I get all that, you know what I'm saying? That was the last but, time his bro, team went to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Two uh two back to back AFC title games that uh didn't go. They beat us one of them oh. years though, I ain't even gonna lie. Oh man. I still hate Bart Scott to this day. <laughs> I wanted I Bart Scott to go I wanted Bart Scott to wrestle so bad and get his ass whooped in the ring. But I was more worried about that game than anything else because that was the year y'all fleeced us like forty-five to three, and I'm like, yeah, 
Damn, we gotta go back. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Fastlane, y'all. <laughs> we we were just putting our show over pretty much. We were just like, yo, we love we love what we do. Nice. It's fun. I I look forward to to coming on this call every week. Yeah, with my guy here. Chill. And talking about wrestling. Talk wrestling. Yeah, it's, it's it's really the only amount of socializing that I do in a week. <laughs> outside of my job. <laughs> yeah. Outside of work, it's the only socializing that I do is coming on here. And I and re socialize on the podcast more than I do. Like so That's what I'm saying. I was on straight talk like a week ago, but yeah. Outside of that, like so it's fun. Let's talk about Fast Lane, shall we? Uh, yeah. From the Gamebridge Field House in Indianapolis. And you know when you pull up to Indianapolis. And this is what he said, too. You know you come to Indianapolis, you got to have Pat McAfee doing something. Yeah, Pat McAfee on the cold open telling us about Fast Lane. Uh, again, from the Gamebridge Field House where the, where the Pacers play, uh, the house that Seth Rollins built. The house that the shield built, mm-hmm. and uh, Jay Cargill showed up to the arena on the kickoff show. Ooh. Pulled up. God, God is in the blessing business. Hey, listen, I wasn't ready. I don't think anybody was. Yeah, I wasn't. Mm-mm-mm. But uh, shout out to Jay Cargill, man. It feels so good. Pulled up, had the paparazzi cameras. Triple H welcomed her to the show. I thought she was gonna actually be on the show doing something. Yeah, because it looked like she had gear on. So I'm like, oh, we're moving faster than I thought. Yeah, I thought she at least like go out there, like body slam Nia Jax or somebody. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe that's what we're doing for tomorrow, or at least a, a interview, a promo, uh, yeah. at the press conference, something. She was just there, like apparently she's gonna be on Raw. So yeah, and she that, uh, smart. she was live tweeting Raw last Monday. Yeah, so she was like, "Oh man, I'm I'm seeing all my competition now, like that type of shit." So yeah, that's that's probably what she's gonna be, and she should be there. Like SmackDown is very top heavy and loaded, and Raw needs some star power, so. Get her on there. They, I mean, Becky Lynch is really all they got right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Becky and Rhea. And Becky and Rhea doing other things outside of the women's division. So Exactly. Outside of the raw women's division, rather. Like, Rhea about I mean, to start smoking with the tribal chief out here. Bruh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Let's talk about that. Uh, Judgment Day. Uh, first match of the night, Judgment Day. Take on Cody Rhodes and uh, Curtain Jerker Jay Uso. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get this A plus first of all. Great match, uh, great great match, great opener. The big head motherfucker accidentally hits Damian Priest in the knee with the Money in the Bank briefcase. He was aiming for Cody, and Cody ducked. Jay, uh, excuse me, not Jay. Uh, Damian Priest is standing on the announce table, and Cody Rose is on the floor. So you swinging for Cody Rose's head. You hitting Damian Priest's knee. A lot of knee problems, and uh, they end up losing the match. Finn mm-hmm. Balor gets pinned, mm-hmm. and uh, it's the first tag team championship for Jay Uso without Jimmy as his partner. Bold move, crazy. That guy that spent his whole career with his brother, won all his titles with him, been, been synonymous with him to, mm-hmm. the entire way since he's been in the company. To him to go win titles with another dude, that's bold. I remember uh, 
the Lakers beat the Celtics in the finals back in 2010. Mm-hmm. And they asked Kobe, how does it feel to, to win a fifth championship? And Kobe said, I just got one more than Shaq. <laughs> That's Jay Uso. I just got one more than my brother now. That's... Uh, it's also the first championship in WWE for Cody Rhodes in uh, in nine years. Yeah. Ironically, Cody Rhodes' last championship also involved Jay Uso. Uh, they beat the Usos, him and Goldust. Uh, he was Stardust at the time mm-hmm. to win the championship, and uh, y'all know what happened after that. He's yeah. been faded at the press conference too. Boy, listen, Cody, <laughs> Cody got up and talked about we. May have had uh, a lot of patients on the bus. <laughs> Y'all know what that means, right? <laughs> Y'all have more than more than one or two. I mean, this was locked and loaded. Yeah, Jay, they, they were sauced, bro. Yo, Jay, Jay was not following anybody's questions at all. Nah, nah, they they they, they had a good time up there, and. uh it's also a lazy way to get Cody and Jay back on SmackDown working with the bloodline again. Mm-hmm. So I'm not mad at it. Y'all yeah. had to figure something out. I, I thought it was going to be trading Jay Uso and Cody, but I think the story, Cody's story involves all the bloodline. So you yeah. can't just have him do a trade and just have Jay just on his own over there on Raw. Yeah. Um, of course, Jay's story involves the bloodline too. So it makes sense. I'm, makes a lot more sense than and everything uh i set my timer after this match though because for me it was officially scary hours for the football hater uh but we'll, we'll talk about that <laughs> or so i thought i hey by the way you said what i guess hey by the way hey hey okay i was just gonna ask you your thoughts on the match yeah no um, I, I i didn't expect it to start the show off but you know Right when it did, I'm like, okay, this is going to be a little, uh, little interesting. So I didn't think they was actually going to take the titles off, not with a, a makeshift team like this, but nah. Yeah, I, I guess we we got something else going on here. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got the uh, the three kings of WWE. That's King Barrett, King Booker, and King Woods, helping WWE pay some bills. Uh, <laughs> it was just a bill paying segment. It wasn't nothing Whoa. significant. Uh, it was a pizza hut egg. Yeah, that shit stretched. <laughs> it it was it was a very long Pizza Hut ad, about thirty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because it transitioned into uh the next match. You know we gotta have a sponsor match. Uh, the Latino World Order, Santos Escobar, Rey Mysterio versus. The niggas. I don't got the sound bite. Mm-hmm. I don't got the sound bite ready. My bad. I have it next week when we talk about them. Uh, Street Profits and Bobby Lashley presented by Pizza Hut. Ray Mysterio get all the sponsor matches, apparently. I guess so, because... Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah. He had yeah, another... At SummerSlam, he had a joint. Yeah. yeah so he get all the sponsors. It must be in his contract. I Get that money. Okay. Get, get that What's bread, that? Ray. Is that, is that Mr. Get a check? Collect a check? Hey, he on there, too. <laughs> he on there, too. Hey, 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 Ray coming up. Shout out to Ray. He is, bro. He went from, went from getting that, that, that next day air two years in a row to now we're going to have to 
move them up a little bit. Right. I still need you to get your discernment up, but <laughs> yeah. oh man, so you you got a motherfucker uh, that you had to call up too, because because Street Profits and Lashley beat the shit out of a Cruz and Joaquin on Friday, and so he's like, I'm, I'm gonna make a call. I know somebody to call, mm-hmm. and uh, that somebody was Carlito. Signed a contract a few months ago uh, at Backlash around that time. Yeah. So you just been sitting on ice. He was like, yeah, we're going to wait. We're going to wait for you to bring you in. And he was a third man. Uh, the new music is ass. Yeah, but, I yeah, I don't like it. But I'm, I'm glad to see my boy back. Looks like he's back full time now. Officially, he wasn't just, oh, he's just in a rumble. Oh, he just came out of Puerto Rico. No, nah, he, he for real official back. He's in the LW. Yeah. And uh, I was always a big fan of Carlito, man. Even when he, he's really the only wrestler to ever get me in trouble at school. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to say why I got in trouble over Carlito. You could probably uh, guess, but you know, this context clues. If you're listening to this show, you should know. Yeah. Realistically. I think I said it before, but context clues. Uh, I'm glad to see him back. I don't like Lashley and the Prophets losing again. Montez yeah. Ford eating the pen. Um, Bobby Lashley is... I don't know. Bobby Lashley and Carlito got some history, if I'm not mistaken, though. Yeah, back in like uh, 06? Around mm-hmm. that time, so... Or 05, maybe. <sighs> it's Googleable. Let's go look it up in a second. But, yeah, so I, I feel like Lashley could you know, stall his boys out because they didn't know. They wasn't expecting Carlito. Yeah, man. They wasn't the expecting mighty, that. The, the Mighty Prophets. That's what I'm calling them. Yeah, the Mighty Prophets. Which, by the way... Uh, the Almighty that, Prophets? That's hard. That's what I'm saying. That's man. hard. Um, One of the things that I did see this week is they might be getting somebody else and that somebody else might be a person that's been missing for a long time, Odyssey Jones. Oh! I'll, that's what I was thinking too. Okay. Hey, that that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Uh it is Googleable. Uh Bobby Lashley and Carlito have had two matches in WWE hmm. in 2007, but they were on house shows. And this is like right before Bobby Lashley left the company yeah. the first time. But I was, I mean, outside of like Survivor Series and Royal Rumbles. Uh, that was the only time they fought in WWE and outside of the Rumble a couple years ago when Carlito came back. But uh, they did do some things uh, on the indies overseas, looks like. They were in a tag team in an eight-man tag back in 2015 for uh, IWS, a promotion. And then uh, the World Wrestling Council, that's uh, Carlito's promotion, his uh, family promotion, in Puerto Rico, they had a match uh, one-on-one in 2016 for the uh, the world title over there. Okay. Not yeah, that much history. Way. Yeah, not that much history like I thought, but should be a good thing. Uh, what grade are you giving this match? Uh, I gave it a B. You know Same. what I'm saying? Uh, gave it a B, too. I was like middle of the pack about it. Because I, I figured by the time SmackDown was over, it was, like, was going to be Carlito. 
So I was just waiting for that part of it. But I didn't think I thought it was gonna be uh next week's host of Saturday Night Live. That's who I thought. <laughs> Bad bunny. That was the first hey, person man. that came to my mind. Yeah, this this would have been an A plus if that happened. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm watching> that. <laughs> it probably might have overshadowed a lot of stuff that went on, on the show. So I understand them not doing that. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool though. I ain't tripping off it. But it was still good. I also uh I, I like being blocked by like the dirt sheet motherfuckers that like to spoil shit. Cause I did not guess Carlito. One, I wasn't on the internet around the time they would have said that it might have been Carlito. Um, but it was it's a genuine surprise. Like a lot of this stuff is, is genuinely surprising me. Like when Carlito came out at uh Backlash. Yo, I, I think they spoiled that one too. I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't know that was coming. Yeah. Especially with like everybody, because um Savio Vega came out, Carlito, right. like whole crew was out there. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm with it. Hey, Odyssey Jones with the Almighty Prophets would be crazy, though. I'm telling you, man. I need that. I need that in my life. Uh, next match for the women's champion. I get, I'll be getting them confused. Which one's women's? Which one's women's world? Yeah, this one. This one's women. Yeah, this is the women's. Women. Uh, EO Sky, the women's champion, defeats Charlotte Flair and Asuka. Uh, she told Bailey to stay back. Bailey. Came out anyway and uh, distracted the ref while Charlotte had Oscar in the figure eight. Oscar taps out. Charlotte Flair should have won this match, but Bailey distracted the ref mm. after Bailey was told to stay backstage. EO Sky owes it to Bailey now, right? She owe her one now, right? It's uh, it's written. It- the, the writing's been on the wall for me with that for a while now. It's this scary is, hours now for damage control. Next, yeah, the next phase of it. And this is a second straight triple threat match that Charlotte Flair has lost as a challenger. Y'all trying to y'all trying to stop me. Y'all ain't slick. You know right. Ever since we started mentioning it, then she done lost <laughs> twice. <laughs> y'all not slick. Y'all trying to get me. I'm not going for it. At the end of the day. I just at this point is is 2023 Charlotte Flair and triple threat matches. Is that like Richard Sherman on the 49ers? She she washed up. Oh. She knows some uh, Akeem Olajuwon on the Raptors type time. Oh God. No, I don't KG on the Nets. I w- I won't say that. I won't Chris say Paul that. on the Warriors. Like I think. I think that's, that, that's uh, too soon. That's too soon. Yeah, yeah, that's way too soon. We gotta <laughs> we, we gotta play some games first. Hold on. Oh uh, yeah, no, I think we kind of passed that uh that rise phase of, of Charlotte. Like we're she's already at that she's she's at cruise control right now. So mm. I think kind of it's like we just need something new for. Her. Like honestly, for me, I was just kind of in and out of this match just just not because of because it wasn't good. Like I gave it a beat. Yeah. But I've become so desensitized to seeing these two in, in triple threat matches with her and Oscar. Like I feel like they've been intertwined a little too much. So yeah. if not for the inclusion of EO in it, it's like I probably would have been completely zoned out of it. Like that make that that helped it, but it's like I don't seen them go at it so much. Like the first time it happened at Mania, well, thirty four, mm-hmm. it was great. I was all over it. But then I had it done so many different times after that. It's like I can't. They were in the triple threat at SummerSlam. It just yeah. swapped EO for Bianca. So it's like 
we done did this already. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I get it. They work great together. They got good chemistry. That doesn't mean I want to keep seeing this combination every time. Oscar and Charlotte Flair. And I'm going to go all the way back to 2018. Uh, TLC. That was mm-hmm. that was actually uh, TLC 2018. That was that's Young Kings Wrestling's birthday, by the way. Uh, <laughs> they had that match. They had what does it say here? Survivor Series 2019. That was a triple threat. Counting that, they was that was teammates on that one though. Uh, no, nah, I'm not gonna count that. One. Uh, but I'm gonna count the tag team joints they did too. Remember they was tag champs. And they yeah, were, yeah. So. Triple threat tag team matches. Uh, we got a bunch of bunch Char- of stuff. Charlotte, Charlotte beat Oscar for the title right before Mania. Yep. Yeah. Uh, twenty twenty one WrestleMania Backlash. That was a triple threat with Charlotte and Oscar. Yep. Yeah. And Rhea. And Rhea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they do a lot of triple threat matches with each other. Yeah. Like, and a lot of one on ones too. Like I'm, I'm toning it out at this point. Like. I need both of y'all to move on to whatever the next thing is. Like, honestly, I need to see at some point in the next calendar year, I need to see Charlotte and Jade. And the the main, the biggest reason, I know like the body types are saying they're both athletic, they're athletes, former athletes. But to me, what Charlotte is now is the perfected version of what Jade can be now that she's here. So for that reason alone, I need to see them two at least once. I don't care where it is. Right. Obviously, you put on the big show, but I'm saying that need to happen. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get us an A-. minus, And uh, y'all got a lot of star power over there on the women's side on SmackDown. Don't forget mm-hmm. about Bianca. She still got to get her lick back. That's so right. find out how she factors in there. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff going on here. Uh, next up. We get Pat McAfee's music playing, and Pat McAfee, of course, this is City, and it, it's crazy because Pat McAfee ass was just in Texas for a right. Texas and Oklahoma game earlier in the day, do, you know, day. working that. <laughs> so Jim Ursay, he quick to lend that playing to Pat when he needed. Mm-hmm. You remember Pat had to fly over to SmackDown to do commentary, like when right. uh, they were stuck in Saudi. Yeah, <laughs> man. Pat said he called up Jim Irsay. Jim Irsay got him the plane ready. Yeah, he made it on time. That's what's up. Uh, y'all know who Jim Irsay is. That's uh, Pat McAfee's old boss when he used to play uh, football in the NFL. Right. He's the owner of the Colts. So, yeah. Uh, but Pat McAfee comes out there. He's embracing his city in Indianapolis. He used to play for the Indianapolis Colts. They're the ones that drafted him. He lives there. He uh, he broadcast his show there, and uh, he makes a push for Indianapolis to get a WrestleMania. Now, I was going to tell folks to get in line because I've been pushing for Vegas to get a WrestleMania for the longest. Mm-hmm. However, I'm going to be fair to the city of Indianapolis and Pat McAfee because Las Vegas has had a WrestleMania more recently than Indianapolis. Last time Indy had a WrestleMania was in 1991. However, Indianapolis gets all the fire ass moments in wrestling history Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns debuted in Indianapolis Seth Rollins turned on the shield in Indianapolis yeah 
So they get all the fire stuff. Yeah, man. Y'all get plenty of excitement over there. It's not like y'all just missing out. Plus, Indy don't got a stadium. You know what I'm saying? We, we're they beyond do. the point of... They do? Where do you think the Colts play at, bro? No, I'm saying like stadium, stadium. Like, WrestleMania don't happen in the arena shows. Like, they they would it's go a to stadium. a bigger venue. They got go a bigger football venue. stadium, fam. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm looking. <laughs> like, where do you think the Colts play at? Colts, I'm <laughs> <laughs> they got Super Bowls there. I think my team won a Super Bowl there. No, we we lost to the Giants there. No, no, that was it. Yeah. yeah. See, see, so you don't want them going there anyway. You're right. Man. Get in line, Pat McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> Let Vegas get that joint first. But no, nah, bad uh, energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, yeah, you're right. But uh, no, nah, he introduced the main event. Uh, talked about how he was going to be on commentary. And I was hoping he was going to be on commentary for the rest of the show. There was only two matches left. You could have did it. But no complaints here. Uh, he said he's going to work this match. And uh, he even hit Corey Graves with the Ray J. This broke-ass bitch-ass nigga. <laughs> but uh, the match itself, though, uh, it was a good match, man. Like, one, uh, Roman Reigns matches are automatic A++++. Because he's he's one of the GOATs. You know who else is one of the GOATs? John Cena. So if I can watch a John Cena nostalgia match on this high level, and he was going full throttle too, like hitting top rope cross bodies. Like the five-knuckle shuffle, I think, was the loudest five-knuckle shuffle pop I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's A++++ automatically because it's John Cena. And it's the bloodline. And LA Knight was there too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, A. Uh, James Uso. Mm-hmm. John James Uso. You're in trouble, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. He's been running nice. around the last few weeks like he pop. Right. 1996 Tupac. He over here. Trying to take over and be the leader of the bloodline while Roman's gone. Everything that he was uh, apparently trying to keep his twin brother from doing. Well, his twin brother over there prospering, having a good old time. He got him a homeboy now. Like, That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, yeah Roman come back Friday. About to be your ass, Mr. Postman. And, and Roman already irritated because you got. <sighs> I, I don't think Roman uh actually I don't know. I think Paul Heyman on some bullshit. Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think Paul Heyman really be consulting with Roman Reigns over a lot of these decisions. And he say that he do. Yeah. Just to save face. All the time. But I don't think he really be consulting with Roman. Because you mean to tell me. Rhea Ripley got in Paul Heyman's face and disrespected Roman Reigns right to Paul Heyman's face. And yeah. Roman was cool with Judgment Day just getting together with the bloodline for a common mm-hmm. cause. No. No, sir. I ain't buying it. I don't trust Paul Heyman either, but we're we going to see. Uh, what you giving this grade? Uh, what you think about this match? Uh, initially, I said B, plus, but I bumped it up to A minus. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's smart. Smart business, you know what I'm saying? You see what LA Knight's doing right now. He's getting the loudest pops anywhere he goes. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to pair him up with the GOAT, you know what I'm saying? You're going to keep this bloodline mess going on. Uh, 
honestly, it, it's funny too when you said the the, the five knuckle shuffle thing. It's the look on his face. Like he playing up this wary old man gimmick so well. <laughs> like, I just I, I enjoy it now. He even talked about an oppressor. Like he's like, yeah. I gotta get I gotta get myself back together. You know what I'm saying? Putting on matches that I'm used to having because this ain't it. You know what I'm saying? Right. He so, he he went crazy on this joint. He ain't wrestled yeah. like this, I think, since he fought Roman. Exactly. So I mean, self-awareness. It's right. goodness. It's a good thing. Glad we got it. Um so is is Paul dying the cul de sac or is that just natural? You think that that's going down like that for I real? I think he stopped dying it. Oh because you didn't hear Michael Cole ribbing him a couple times. That's true. That's true. Michael Cole, Michael Cole hit him with a couple of them joints, like because I, I peeped it too when he was uh when he was cutting a promo on NXT. Yeah, and I'm like, yo, Paul looking old, right? And like when he when he Paul Heyman stop brushing his teeth and all that, man. I was about to say like when he wants to, he can really sell. Like what was it when uh I think when when Brock when Brock fired him or somebody fired him and he did that interview looking scruffy. Yeah. I, mean, I never seen. I ain't seen Paul facial hair since the nineties. Like how? Right. <laughs> right. Here. You know what I'm saying? So, nah, man. That when they they panned in on it too. So I'm like, damn, blood. Yeah. Is a uh, he got the grays going crazy. Yeah. You know, and everybody getting old out here. I I think I could be wrong on this, but I think now John done been in the ring outside of Jacob. Every member of the five twos at this point, because. You know, they got Rikishi, yeah. Eddie was Umaga. Oh, you Rikishi? 04, 03? I think he did. He did. I remember him hitting Rikishi with an FU back in the yeah, day. Yeah, You're right. Yeah, so Rikishi, yeah. Umaga, Umaga, Dwayne. both the Usos. Oh, uh, now, uh, now Solo. Uh huh. Like, he done got oh, around to all, all run through the Anawai family. Oh man! <laughs> Hold on, I'm about to go. To, I'm about to go to John Cena's. I'm about to go to John Cena's match log right quick because <laughs> it's a couple of them. We... Technically, he he's uh, been in the match with Rosie. He no, was Rumble. Yeah. So that's Rosie. Add him to the list. Uh, okay. We already said Umaga. Yeah. Who else am I thinking of right now? They got a lot of niggas in that family, bro. Yeah, it's deep. Yeah, he, he got a he got a few matches with Rikishi. Mm-hmm. Can... Got a couple kiss my ass matches on house shows versus Rikishi. Oh my lord. This was back when he was a heel back in 03, and Rikishi beat him every time. Right. So he had to kiss Rikishi's ass. Mm-hmm. Luckily, there was no social media back then. He was probably just catching the stink face all day. There ain't nothing. Who else in the Anuai family? Shit, who ain't? He ain't fought Trinity. (laughs) That can be arranged, though. It can. He really wanted to. But yeah, everybody he's been able to face from the Anuai family, he's faced them, for sure. I, he 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 faced Alpha. Uh, back when he maybe back when he was Manu. That's when they had a uh, legacy. He, yeah, he did. He faced he faced Alpha too. Damn, two thousand eight on Raw. Him and Batista versus Legacy. 
Damn. Without Ted. Yep, it's crazy. Small world. Yeah, ran through. Ran Small through world with fact man. check right there. Uh, John yeah. Cena told folks in the press conference he gone as soon as the strike ends too. So, yeah, he, he let y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> he straight up yeah. said, "Oh yeah, I gotta go. Got to get back to work. Got exactly. liability insurances, all that." Right. I, I feel like he took a shot at the Rock too. <laughs> I feel like he was taking a shot at the Rock when he said that. He's like, a lot of people are going to be very, very upset. You know, if I get hurt, and, yeah. you know, got to delay things. That happened to The Rock in real life. He's about to say, with him. Yeah, with John, too. Yeah. Had mania. So. Tore all his shit up. And uh, selfishly, even though I'm the thespian, I'm not in the union, so y'all can strike as long as you need to. <laughs> so when the time comes for your boy to join the union, we get some better protections, and it was all worth it. For John Cena to wrestle a few more months. Facts. See how that work out for you, boy. Uh, we get a. I got a question. I got a question. Uh, cause I seen a, a post on Twitter, and uh, I think some of y'all forget your history. They said uh, him and Carlito backstage, old friends reuniting or whatever. Yeah, man. We just told y'all about how this dude had a, this man stabbed in the nightclub by his bodyguard. When was yeah. they ever friends? They were never friends on screen. Like, not to my knowledge. Maybe, maybe around that time, like 07, when Carlito was a baby face, they might have been friends. Yeah. He was he was he was a face in like 07, I remember. They had like one six man tag together, but that was like it. Yeah. I'm trying really to think now. Yeah, they wasn't really homies like that. Y'all tripping. Yeah, yeah. I don't really count that. <laughs> Y'all tripping. 90% uh, of the time was them beating each other ass. Facts. But uh, we go with a video package, and they announced uh, Crown Jewel, Saudi Arabia, November 4. And I got to go check and see who Nebraska playing that day. We playing somebody I don't want to see them play. <laughs> <laughs> Best believe I'm watching wrestling that morning. Best believe it. We don't play y'all this year, do we? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't see it. I hope not. <laughs> we got to play y'all and Michigan this year. You know what we do? I hope not. That's it. Yeah, we already played like, Michigan. Got our ass beat. No, we don't play y'all this year. We play Michigan State, though. That's 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 going to that's gonna be a bad game. So, yeah. Wrestling, I, I had to I had to put SmackDown in the Nebraska game side by side the other day. I'll do it again if I got to. It is what it is. It is what it is. Uh Crown Jewel, November 4. We go backstage to Judgment Day. Damian Priest is pissed off. He said, nah, I ain't going home empty-handed. I already lost my belt. I'm cashing in his briefcase tonight. Rhea Ripley had to talk him down off that ledge. Say, hey, fam. You ain't doing that. Your knee fucked up. You over here limping. You're going to run out there and cash in and probably lose the briefcase. We don't need that right now. We got bigger fish to fry. You got until July 2024. Mm-hmm. Hold off, fam. You good. Then we go ringside to uh, Declan McMahon. I probably said, who the fuck is Declan McMahon? That's Shane McMahon's mm-hmm. firstborn son. Go watch WrestleMania 20. And uh, the the opening package they show yeah. uh, the the three generations of McMahon's because it was Vince McMahon's firstborn grandchild, and he was a baby. 
I'm old as fuck. Cause when I remember, I remember when uh they announced that he walked on to Indiana. He a, he a running back for Indiana football. Yeah, I remember he walked on to Indiana. I started doing math. I was like, hold up, that's the that's the baby from the fucking WrestleMania twenty. Right. And it's him. So uh, he's a and running it, back for Indiana. And see, me, I'm just sitting up here just forgetting certain shit because I keep seeing like posts yeah. that go along, like, okay, Declan playing for Indiana. And I seen a dude with a belt to spin in the Indiana thing. I'm like, that's a pretty dope design. I'm like, I wonder right. who that is. And then they turn right to it and said, it's Declan. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. So he hype, <laughs> act just like you would expect Shane McMahon's firstborn son to act. Uh, real yeah. crazy. Yeah. Uh, again, he had a running back for Indiana, and then Michael Cole put over uh, Indiana versus Michigan next week. Indiana about to get fucked up, but it's neither here nor there. You know Jim saw that, too. Yeah. <laughs> Declan don't even play. And they was hyping him up like he a star player on the team or something. He don't even play. He a red shirt freshman. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, do he got stats? Because we like zoning in. Like, yeah, I know his like name, shit. but because we play Indiana this year, so I'm thinking like, shit, we we playing against Shane McMahon's son, Vince McMahon's grandson. I kind of want to know if he nice. So I went to go look up his stats. He don't play. He don't play at all. But uh, he definitely got an nil deal with WWE. That makes sense. Oh, well, you already know. He got the he got the craziest nil deal of them all. He probably gets stopped. Shit. <laughs> he probably been had stock. I know he been had stock, but he probably getting more now with the deal. Like probably. it's crazy to me. It must be nice to be born into wealth like that, man. Shit, right. Can I get to the yams? How can I get to the yams? <laughs> Let's go to the main event, man. Uh. For the World Heavyweight Championship, Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. And uh, the best way to sum up this match, I'm going to just let uh, About Billions tell you. He got his ass cooked. He got cooked. Adrian, you didn't go down like that, huh? He got cooked. Seth Rollins got his ass cooked. It was, I, I meant to go back and watch this match over to count how many chair shots this man took. Had to be at least 50. So I'm kind of mad he won at this point. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was, yeah. Uh, took a, I took a, I get a match A++++. plus 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 plus. I took a couple pluses off because Seth won. <laughs> After all that shit. Like, yeah, man. 50 chair shots. Some great mood of miss. The second time this night we've seen some great mood of miss because Oscar hit Charlie with it about three minutes into their match. Uh, Seth Rollins goes through the announcer's table off of a ladder, goes off of uh, the ledge in the crowd on the balcony over there. Mm -hmm. I got something to say about that in a second, but hold on, let me finish. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I I forgot about it and I just remembered. But uh, he had a, a, a Kinshasa through a table inside the ring. And Shinsuke was beating the shit out this man. And uh, Seth Rollins also hit a falcon arrow on Shinsuke through a table. And he took a lot of the damage on that, too. Right. And he still won. Great. He still won. Crazy stuff. 
uh, I like that Damian Priest didn't cash in. I really appreciate the Judgment Day segment like immediately before the match that kind of shut it down. But you know me, I don't trust anything in wrestling until the show is over with completely. <laughs> so I'm still thinking like, oh, that was a red herring to make it think, like, oh, no, he ain't going to cash in. Rhea done talked him down. And then I'm thinking like, no, nah, he going to run out there or hobble out there rather and cash in anyway. Like against the wishes of Judgment Day, and you know, because they already got all the tension there. You got big head motherfucker and cost him the tag titles after right. Priest said, "I don't want you around." Like I thought he was just gonna take matters into his own hands, but when the show was over with and he didn't cash in, I was I was happy. I was I was like, okay, because that prevented y'all from doing something a little unnecessary by actually having to cash in, because we all expecting to cash in. And so for y'all to do it, it's just like, seems unnecessary. Uh, but Seth Rollins fell off the ledge, right? <laughs> and I remember a couple years back, AW, Chris Jericho fell off the cage. <laughs> and they showed this man landing on, on the soft platform. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then everybody's talking shit about it. So when Seth Rollins lands on the soft platform because he got thrown off a damn balcony, y'all said, oh, he landed on the mattress. Did y'all see that or did y'all see it from somebody's phone? I saw it from somebody's phone. Right. I didn't see it on TV. I saw Chris Jericho land on the soft platform. On TV. And that was that was literally all it was, right? Like, Am I tripping, Reek? No. Is that all it was? Don't be mad at somebody. Be mad at the cameraman. He shot the wrong yeah. angle. <laughs> That's all it was. People was just making fun of it because, like, we, I mean, we're supposed to protect that. Like, no, we don't want Chris Jericho to get hurt for real. Yeah. And now that, that was what y'all was saying, right? Oh, what, do you want him to get hurt for real? No, we just want y'all to, to, to mask a little better. The illusion is the whole point. This is, this is what blows my mind with y'all so hold on hold on hold on fam hold on fam hold on why packing the edits guess what these peasants you peasants before you got too deep in that pause go ahead uh, yeah. <laughs> well keep that cute up i'm gonna need you to play it again in a second oh yeah for sure oh uh, <laughs> no I, this is what blows my mind about it right because y'all will say all day long. Who's y'all? Hashtag you niggas. Bring that ass here, boy. Y'all will say all day long, we got to protect these guys. You know, he's the champion. You want to keep keep him safe. You know what I'm saying? All this other stuff. He is openly telling y'all his back is messed up. It was something that was like kept under the wraps, but they brought it into storyline. And so he's had to talk about it. He's got back problems. You've seen the tape all up and down his back. So, realistically, from what y'all say out of your own mouths, if you want the performers to be safe, why would you want them to be on anything other than a soft surface where he is not going to hurt himself? Like, I don't understand why y'all do Off a balcony, though. Exactly. Like, it's, it's a far fall already. I don't understand why y'all do this all the time. Like, Yes, I get it. The, what we're watching is 
very subjective. It, mm. it, it, it leads to injuries all the time. Why would you want to compound that by when they're doing these stunts, have them land like you want it to be you want it to be that real that somebody actually gets hurt no matter what. Like, can you imagine? We just talked about him. Shane. Shane did Shane has fallen off of every high surface in any arena that he's been in. Could you imagine that if, if he's falling from the top of the stage? If he lands on anything other than a soft surface, because you know he was landing on mattresses too. But what if he wasn't? Hell, the the one year, uh, what was it? Uh, Hell in the Cell with with, with Kevin Owens. Uh-huh. He didn't even land on the match. He landed on the table. Right. <laughs> Actually, that happened twice. It happened at Mania Thirty Two when he wrestled Taker. He did that two times. Yep. That did. was not a soft landing. But it's like. If that don't happen and y'all see it, you mad. Like, make it make sense, y'all. Please. It it don't make sense. And then remember, <laughs> remember uh the match he had at Mania versus the Miz. Mm-hmm. Same thing. That oh, was a, that was a soft platform they landed on too. Right. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, that looked crazy. But glad y'all was safe about it. You know what I'm saying? But for oh, some reason, it, it bothers some people. Like uh, this individual that I saw on my timeline uh, yeah. has has you know the footage of Seth Rollins landing on the soft platform. He said everybody talking about AEW, but when WWE does shit like that, not one fucking fan talks about it. I swear, this is so garbage. He landed on a mattress. This is bad. This is your champion. Just bad. He might have been putting a little bit on that. I might have fell for a troll, possibly, because like, <laughs> if I didn't fall for a troll, I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. Oh, he landed on the mattress. You need to land some bitches on your mattress. <laughs> Get out of here. Oh man, you Nick, I can't stand you. I can't stand y'all, bro. And I, I, if if I'm if I'm getting trolled, I'll accept it. I don't yeah. care enough to go find out if I'm getting trolled or not. But you know what? Y'all getting peasant of the week is just a formality at this point, man. Because it's just like y'all guarantee at least one month per month. Uh, I can't even talk. Y'all got me so pissed off. <laughs> y'all guarantee at least one week per month where y'all start just just tripping. Like January, first week of the first week of the year when y'all thought the Saudis bought WWE. You remember that? Oh my God! Remember what that week? money? That what first, money? That was the first week of the year. <laughs> That's when I knew I was like, "Damn, I should have ordered more peasants." Oh. <laughs> I should have ordered more peasants for them. I was like, I didn't order. That's how I knew. It's like a menstrual cycle. It's like one week per month, where it's just like the worst. I'm telling you, man. And then like, is this man? Y'all tripping? Y'all tripping? I can't. I cannot, bro. You got any more thoughts on the main event? Uh, no, I, I gave it the same thing, A++. I didn't – after the way that he got his ass beat, I, especially after the miss, I'm like, come on, that's got to be it. Like, yeah. Why Why are we going beyond this? You I was ready to crown Shinsuke, but damn. Yeah, man. I don't know. <laughs> Might have to throw that, throw that in, the, in the thing. That's like – 
I don't know. I don't even know who to equate it to. What athlete that just never won a championship? He like Chris Paul. Damn. Yeah, he like Chris Paul at this Ooh. point. Next I just, episode. I hate, I, I okay. hate that they 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 did that the revamping and you know making Shinsuke an interesting character again just to do this shit. Like, I get sometimes you gotta just present super Seth is crazy. Yeah, like I get sometimes you gotta present a good foil to a champ, but. Shinsuke to me is not that dude to do that with. Like, don't just present him, just fatten him up as a good, you know, uh, feather in the cap for Seth in his title reign. Like, he doesn't need that. Right. I felt like you had more to do if you, you know, put the belt on Shinsuke and you know create create new matches, create new rivalries. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could have done that. What do you do with him next? What you got left? Ain't nothing left. Not much. Exactly. What, Drew? Because he, he like another half a step into the heel so territory. I'm, yeah, it's, it, I mean, there's more options for Seth. Like, as far as Shinsuke, what do, what do you do with him? Like, you can't put oh, him. Oh, I don't in, know. You can't put him in the mid card versus Gunther no. unless, like, you got you to gotta wait for Gunther to lose and then have right. Shinsuke be whoever beat Gunther. And we don't know like, how long it's going to be now. Right. Unless you send Shinsuke back to NXT. Shinsuke Ilya could get some work. Woo! <laughs> oh, that's some shit. I need that now. Yeah. Hey, they tapped in. Keep Shinsuke on the same energy and just do that, please. Right. Hey, look. look. I'll just answer my question immediately right there. See? Mm-hmm. We got to talk about that no more. All right. <laughs> hey, hey, this is one of the... Before, before we wrap up, what I up? need you to play it again. I need you to play it oh, again. Oh, oh, my Lord. Hey. Uh, my pack in the air is guess what? These peasants, you peasants. I don't remember the dude's name exactly, but he said he was from WrestleCo, so we're just going to put it on WrestleCo. Y'all need to bring that ass here. Uh, Ain't that ass here, boy. Taylor Swift, motherfucker. Yes. Yeah. There are people, and this this is this was a conversation throughout the whole presser. There are people of all shapes, sizes, races, genders who really, you know, put work in and try to get opportunities to be in those rooms and stuff mm-hmm. like that. There are people that really want, and y'all, because of the credibility and the name and you know affiliation stuff like that, y'all get these spots uh, over people like us that you know we just come we come here every week and put some content out you know what i'm saying to to create a catalog and i'm not saying us exactly but you know independent people that just you know try to put some content out and get them working yeah that too um uh, don't sit up there and waste that space that we could have occupied by asking about some damn taylor swift like be real for a minute Ta- how do you ego was just like fuck fuck about yeah, no Taylor exactly. Swift. <laughs> like wh- why are we asking about this like I, like i don't hear enough about her in places i don't want to in the first place i don't uh, know why every every football game she at we gotta see her reaction to a play like oh. that's bad enough like it's obviously agenda based but you, you're going too far with it 
Yeah. Way too far with it. So, yes, she's a big name right now. That doesn't mean that automatically, oh, let's let's fancy book her in WWE. And, oh, could we see you wrestling her for the title at WrestleMania? Like, what? Get out. Get out. Yeah, Get it, out it, right now. That's a waste of a question. Um, I, I seem to recall, I don't even remember what show it was. They do these after every show now. Um, I think it was whatever one it was before SummerSlam. There might have been like a couple shows before SummerSlam. And somebody was asked Triple H about that. And Triple H was just like, oh, there's a lot of guys in here. It's been like four shows since then, fam. Maybe five. Yeah. yeah. It's still a lot of guys in the room. So, like, I know Triple H is not in charge of, of, of media relations. That's not his yeah. duty. So he's not the one vetting these people. And and supplying, I don't I don't know the process, uh, how they supply credentials or supply access or what. I know he's not the one doing it, but damn, he already done expressed he's 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 the probably the third in command boss in the company. And he's already expressed wanting more representation of women in there. Yeah. Me, I'm I'm a part of the groups that want more of us in there. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. More black yeah. women. Why the only black women I see in there? Is is Queen PR and Kristen right. like? Yeah. Why is yeah? Y'all have the only only the same black women in there. Like, is and no offense and, to them. Like, I love them so say, much. That, that, that's great. Like, I love seeing yeah, them. Yeah, I, I love seeing. I get ones. yeah. I get so hyped when I see them in these right. press conferences because because we don't see them that often. Exactly. So and especially because we know them, I get Ooh. excited to see them in these press conferences yeah. all the time. I would love to see some of us in there. Why? Why we can't see Katie in these press conferences? We know Katie. They was it? They was it? I mean, I don't think did they do a press event payback? I don't even remember. I think I don't, they think, did. I don't think they did. I don't. I didn't watch it. If I if they yeah, did, but but if they did, why was she not in the room? You know what I'm saying? Like she was at SummerSlam. I know they, they did one for that. They, there you go. Why not? Like how right. and and. We know that like you gotta go into corporate and and apply the like. My other thing is we have these websites, these dirt sheets. I told I, I done went over my time. Uh it was whatever. But <laughs> things need to be said though. Like these dirt sheets who all week long talk shit about the product because it's gonna get them engagement. They probably don't even feel that way, but they know it's gonna right. get them engagement. They're gonna get the the likes and the retweets, they're gonna get the comments of people sharing similar sentiment and then they just be snarky in regards to things they talk shit about the talent they like to sensationalize stuff against the talent which in the long run affects a lot of guys like livelihood when the last time you see tucker anywhere oh man that's a damn shame and that's just like the first example that came to mind but I honestly completely forgot about him, though. Yeah. Which, to your point. But, like, y'all shit on these people and then go and go on WWE's website to get access into their rooms to ask these same people questions. Y'all go to their shows so y'all can get, just for y'all own agenda, to push y'all own stuff. And that's insane to me. Mm. Where you have some people who actually appreciate the product for what it is, yeah, you know, everybody's offering constructive criticism about the product, but y'all just be shitting on it and then still want to get access to the rooms 
Whereas like the people who actually care about their platforms, care about the wrestlers outside of just, oh, they need to land on the floor from a balcony for my entertainment. Like that's insane stuff to me, bro. Right. I don't get it. I don't get it. So WWE, next time, whenever y'all do decide to come here, we just opened a brand new venue here too, by the way. It's beautiful on the outside and inside. Mm-hmm. Just saying. I'm just saying, y'all can do a show there, PLE, and let okay. your boy let me. I know, I know you've been in there. I ain't been in there yet. It just opened. Huh? Nah. Uh, I've seen, I've seen the, I've seen like uh U2, the band U2, the one that had the video package in Triple H yeah. towards Quad and shit. Y'all remember that? Yeah. Uh, they uh they got a residency there, and I've seen like little clips from like drone shots just flying over them. Oh crap, it's beautiful. Y'all can have a show there. Y'all, we got no shortage of arenas here to do a PLE. Nice big shiny football stadium that y'all have only did one show in the whole mm-hmm. time it's been there. Uh <laughs> I'm just saying it's, it's a certain show in April that y'all can do there. If you didn't stop know. Being scared. Stop, yeah, being stop, scared. Stop, stop being greedy. Come here. Uh I'm just saying, next time y'all come around, we can get some representation. It's a lot of Black-owned media here in Vegas, just sports media in general, y'all can give access to. I I uh, I own and operate two of them, so I'm just saying. It just takes a little effort. Yeah, there's a lot owned and operated by women out here. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying it's a uh, it's it's one or two in particular that I know of. Just at the Aces game earlier. I've seen them inside the arena covering that, covering the pressers and stuff like that. I don't, I'm not sure if they like wrestling or not. They follow Young Kings Wrestling on Twitter, so I'm assuming they got some sort of thing with that. I've seen another woman uh, interview Roman Reigns at the press conference they did for Crown Jewel last year. Oh, yeah. Out here. So I'm just saying, it's, it's black women, it's women in general, it's black right. people in general out here. And not just not even black, like is Asian sites out here. I've seen a bunch of Mexican publications here in Vegas for the Canelo fight a couple weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? Like there's the representation there. You know what I'm saying? Right. To where we don't gotta have these these dudes just wasting everybody's time, wasting the viewers of the press conference time, wasting Byron Saxton's time for calling on them, wasting the talent's time up there for having to answer a dumbass question. Some bullshit. Rant over. Show over. <laughs> Plug your socials, Reed. Oh man, I'm not even. Oh, the show ain't even over yet. My bad. I still got more notes from this fast lane. Uh, okay. my final thoughts. Yeah. I'm gonna get my final thoughts out here. Uh, one of the best PLEs of the year, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Like all the PLEs been hitting. But like yeah, this one, sure. I think it's like match wise, I've been, I enjoyed every single match on this show, mm-hmm. and there hasn't been a show this year, I don't think where I've enjoyed every single match probably since Backlash, like every single match. Yeah. Uh, Triple H clearly found his groove. I think aside yeah. from like a few slip ups here and there, like stop the stop the stop stop. Stop, stop, stop the New Day and Viking Raiders matches. Oh, my God. Stop the Judgment Day 
and Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Cody Rhodes tanglement, bro. Stop it. It's too much. Y'all been doing that for months now. But outside of that, like outside of like the constant rematches over on Monday night, I know y'all got three hours to fill, but it just don't entertain me that often. Uh, he he's really been finding a groove, I think, since SummerSlam. Um, but the ending of SmackDown was on some year two thousand shit, like mm-hmm. for real, like, yeah, <laughs> some real energy, man. Uh, it was fire. The next six months of WWE about to be a movie. About to be a movie for real. Mm-hmm. Next six months is a uh, you know coincide with the end of WrestleMania, so I'm excited. It's gonna be a good time. We got Jay Cargill here now. 2024 is gonna be crazy. It is. MJF may or may not be a free agent, so that might be the next domino to fall. Oh, you, never man. you never know. It's gonna be a good time in this uh, wrestling game. Even AEW got some stuff. New Japan. And uh, and Impact work a lot together. Bound for Glory coming up. So, Bound for Glory, Road to uh, to WrestleMania, all that stuff. It's going to be a fun time. Hey, hey, Josh Alexander said he won't wrestle AJ. Okay. So, uh, okay. So, all y'all heard that. AJ Styles. All y'all agents heard that. Josh Alexander won his Mm -hmm. contract, though, man. He might be wanting to move on to greener pastures. He done did everything to do in Impact. That's what I'm saying, man. I need that Shelton Benjamin and Josh Alexander before that happens, though. That's true. I told you I wanted that. All right, you can plug your socials now. <laughs> Y'all can find me at Rick Havoc 24. My bad. It, it's been a long-ass episode. So. <laughs> We still managed to do two hours. We're going to be shorter next week, promise. It's, it's okay. It's okay. Every tw- every Havoc 24, Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, also, also check out past episodes of the Havoc on WhatsApp, sports, entertainment, all those streaming platforms where you find Young Kings Wrestling, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, the video versus up on YouTube. I've got a topic list together. I need three people. I already told my guy right now. So it's going it, to, I'm going to shoot it for this weekend. You know, and I got, I changed the format up. I'm doing something different. So okay. I'm just putting together a three-person panel, and I think I think we're gonna like this. We're gonna like this. So we come hey, back, y'all. We come yeah, back. Let's, let's convene here in the moment. But uh, in the meantime, I am the Thespian TC Fontaine. You want to follow me on Twitter? I'm at TC Fontaine. You want to follow me on Instagram? TC Fontaine. My photography portfolio uh, on social media is, is on Instagram at foi.flix. And, uh, of course, follow Young Kings Wrestling everywhere at YK Wrestling. Go to YKWrestling.com. Get you some merch with some free shipping using the code YKWOCT. And, yeah, you got to follow Young Kings Wrestling, man. Got some stuff coming up soon. I got a lot of footage I'm sitting on uh, that I need to go through. So (laughs) (laughs) we're going to find something to do with that. Got some content. Yeah, got some content, man. Got some. Uh, I'm bringing something back too. I'm bringing something back too. Some from uh, uh, some some things I made about ten years ago, wrestling related. Okay. I'm gonna reupholster them, and uh, some more content too. So I'm excited. Okay. I got a new MacBook, so everything's a lot faster now. So I, I'm more capable of doing things better. There you go. I was. I listen. 
I took it's Googleable to a whole new level today. I was over here Googling mad shit during the show. On my old MacBook, I wouldn't have been able to do that. Everything would have been slow. Mm -hmm. Might have messed up the recording. Didn't do none of that. I love it. Hey, man. Until next time. Said I'll be back to hold you down. I don't want to leave. But we got to go right now. When do you think we'll ever stop doing that? I don't know. Let's 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 get through the end of the year. See see what happens. Yeah, we'll we'll reevaluate at the end of twenty twenty three. But next week we're gonna be back with another another one. one. This has been Young Kings Wrestling for King Reek. I'm Thespian TC Fontaine, aka TCF Baby, and we gone. Gone. I'm gonna put the outro on that. <laughs>